You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have an interesting week full of planetary transits. We have two sign changes going on. We have Mercury going into its home sign of Gemini, and we have Venus going into Gemini, which should be interesting because the last time Venus was in Gemini, we had a retrograde, and so we may be seeing a bit of a revisit with Venus being in Gemini, but again, I'm always getting ahead of myself, so I will get to Venus in Gemini when I get to Venus in Gemini. (laughs) So yeah, this should make for an interesting bunch of weeks with all the Gemini energy we have coming up. And so just looking at the vibes on the graph, we do have some solitude energy, which is interesting to see in May. It's interesting to see this in May just due to the fact that this is generally not the time of year that that type of energy comes up. But the sun is going to be making a square with Saturn at the beginning of the week, and that can be a Debbie Downer sort of energy. And that's the type of energy where you are really going to want your space. You're really going to want time to yourself. You're just going to need time to just not feel overwhelmed by other people and responsibilities and things like that. So you could feel just more inward than normal and introspective. And again, it's a gloomy feeling. So it's not the type of introspectiveness that you want, but hopefully you guys get through it the best way you can. And in the middle of the week, we have some mixed bag energy. We do have some emotional sensitivity that's going on on the graph. So you may feel a bit triggery as you're going through the fifth and sixth. There's a bit of an edgy tone to the air. So it just may be a day where just you're not able to let things roll off your back so easily. There's also some romantic energy that day too. So it's mixed baggy. There's flirty vibes. There's fun vibes. There's social vibes. It is a day where, you know, romance may bloom for you. You never know. And then from the 7th to the 9th, we've got some real social vibes. We've got party vibes. We've got let loose vibes. We've got hang loose vibes. And this is because of the mercurial energy. This is because of the Gemini energy. The Gemini energy that's coming in is going to really lighten the air. I mean, of course, it's going to make some interesting aspects as we go along with Mercury going into Gemini with Venus going into Gemini. But for the most part, it should put a lighter tone to the air, which is always necessary and what's needed in this world. So let's look at these next bunch of days and see what we can expect. So the third is going to be one of those days where we have a ton going on. There's a lot packed into that day. It is definitely one of those days that's going to feel mixed baggy. There's some decent stuff, but there's some stuff that's just uncomfortable through this day. We have Mercury making a square with Jupiter, which Mercury and Jupiter squares are not the most uncomfortable in terms of just hard aspects, but it can get awkward because these two squaring one another can cause conversations to kind of go the wrong way. It can cause you to rub people the wrong way. And it can cause a situation where people are just braggy or those who put their foot in their mouth and say the wrong things. You can say the wrong thing over text messages. Things can get blown out of proportion that day because of this, because Jupiter does inflate things in a hard aspect with Mercury. It can inflate some things that might not necessarily be the worst thing said, but for whatever reason, it just makes you extra triggery. And again, it does inflate arrogance. It does inflate those opinionated types of people who want to tell you exactly what they think and what's on their mind and think that because they think it and they say it, it is a fact when it's really just their opinion and not a fact. So it can be 
it's annoying. It's an annoying energy to deal with. I mean, it does make you a bit scatterbrained as well. So there's that with this aspect as well. So make sure you are just paying attention to the details, which is hard to do when this transit is going on. So there could be situations if you're having anything important that you have to take care of or sign where you may need to keep reading it over just to make sure everything is what it should be. That way you're not getting yourself into a situation or a bad contract of sorts and things like that or work projects that really require your attention. This is gonna be a transit that's gonna cause that to be somewhat challenging. So do the best you can when this energy hits. And on top of that, that same day, we have the sun making a square with Saturn. So this is what I was talking about when it comes down to that solitude energy where this is one of those energies that'll make you want to stay away from people. It will cause you to want to go inward. It will cause you to need your space. And it also can make you feel isolated as well. It can make you feel lonely. It can be a Debbie Downer energy. It's not a fun transit with Saturn. It's uncomfortable. So you may be feeling down. You may not be feeling confident. You may not be feeling like you're being respected. You may not be feeling like you're getting the recognition that you deserve. So this is definitely a take the wind out of your sails sort of transit. And this is where I'm saying it could cause you to just want your space because when you're feeling like that, sometimes you just don't want to be around people. There are times where it's just like, okay, I need company because I don't feel really great. And maybe my friends can cheer me up or my spouse and things like that. This is one of those transits where it's just like, yeah, I need some space. I need time to think. I just kind of just don't feel like a people person right now. So this is a hard one. And I will say this though, this with Saturn transits, especially hard ones like this, when they come up, they come up so you can adjust the things that you need to adjust. But also too, even if you're feeling like you're not getting the recognition you deserve or the respect you deserve or anything like that, know that this will come back around for you in a good way if you've been doing the work that you need to do to make those changes in your life and to have what you need and what you want or get that respect at work or you know whatever that may be for you in your life. And so karmically, when this one comes back around in a harmonious aspect, it generally rewards you for all of your hard work. So do the best you can when this energy hits. And on top of that, we've got some minor aspects that are going on that day too. We've got Uranus making a semi-sextile with Chiron and we've got Venus making a quincunx with Juno. So with the Juno situation with Venus, relationship stuff may come up here that day. It can come up in a way where you're feeling like your relationship is not as solid as it needs to be or the relationships and the commitments that you've made are just not there. They're not consistent and lacking support. So this can bring up those types of issues on that day as well. And then with Uranus making that semi-sextile with Chiron, it is gonna put you in a position where you need to look at where you need to make changes in your life. If you've been resistant to change, this is going to be one of those things that kind of forces your hand and forces you to make some decisions in terms of making changes because things can't always remain the same. And if you're stuck in one of those situations that's a sinking ship, kind of like a sunken fallacy, it's just not working, but you're putting all this time and effort into something that's just not showing not bringing you any kind of results, just the same old, same old hardship, then it's gonna show you where you need to make changes in those areas. And this is the kind of energy, if things have been bottled up for a while and they need to come out, it will come out. And it's, and a lot of times that's generally very uncomfortable. So do the best you can with this energy hits. It's definitely going to point towards where you need to be responsible as well, where you need to not be careless and where you need to heal those areas of your life. But it is definitely a transit that can bring in swift, sudden action. And it also can just cause things to abruptly come to a close. So definitely do the best you can when this energy hits. It's 
pretty heavy. Monday is a heavy day. Other than the fact that Mercury is going into Gemini, we have Mercury at 29 degrees of Taurus. So that can bring a little bit of edge to the energy as well. That could bring a little edge to Monday as well. So that's something to look out for. On that same day, Mercury is going into its home sign of Gemini. And get used to it because Mercury is going to be here for quite some time. Mercury is going to be in Gemini until July, which typically doesn't happen. Typically, Mercury zips right through Gemini. It takes about two weeks, two and a half weeks or so. It spends in its own sign of Gemini. And this time around, it's not going to do that because Mercury will be going retrograde at the end of the month. Mercury will be going into shadow around the 14th of this month. So Mercury is going to be here for quite some time. And we will get there when we get there in terms of me talking about Mercury retrograde in Gemini. In the meantime, let's enjoy these Gemini vibes because Mercury going into its home sign is amazing and it's something that is needed and necessary right now because we need some lightness to the air and this does bring a lightness to the air. On the higher vibrations, mindset wise, this is going to be amazing for being able to absorb things that you're trying to learn, just learning things easier, being able to understand the facts, being able to pick up the details and actually grasp them, just really being able to make a connection with things and just concepts of all kinds, like you're able to connect the dots. So mindset-wise, the way your brain is functioning on this, you're going to feel just open. You're going to feel like you're able to think straight. You're going to feel like you're able to absorb knowledge and things like that and pick up things pretty quickly. So if you have important things that you need to retain quickly, this is going to be your time to shine and use this to just to get the gist of things that you normally have a hard time grasping. Another thing when it comes down to mindset with this, this is amazing for being objective. Objectivity is going to be big with this where you're able to just kind of see both sides of situations, which it's always good to be that way. You obviously have to take a stance at times in life, but it's good to be able to just look at both sides and see where they're coming from because in Gemini energy, you're able to detach yourself and to not take things so seriously, not to, not take things so personally. Not that you're not taking either side seriously in this energy, but you're able to just take the emotions out and look at the facts of the situation, look at the details of the situation and not what you believe and not opinion. So what's good about this is it doesn't get messy because you're not getting your personal feelings or agenda involved in the matter. And this is why we have the North Node in Gemini currently too, because that's one of the key things that it's about going for the facts and not getting your personal beliefs and opinions and old ideologies that hold you back and that aren't working. So this is going to be something that we can definitely expect in this energy and considering Mercury is going to be here for a while, a lot of this kind of stuff will definitely be coming up from now through July. And obviously, as, no, as long as the nodes are here, this kind of stuff about fact versus belief will continue to keep coming up. And so do the best you can to be as objective as possible. Another good thing with this energy is it is a lighthearted energy. So it does make for easier conversations with people. It does actually bring out the sense of humor in people where you're able to kind of not take things so seriously if someone's cracking a joke and stuff. One of the fun things with this energy is you're able to bounce off other people. Even if it isn't in a humorous way, you're just able to kind of just 
bounce back and mirror other people in communication and conversation. So this is going to be that fun part of it that we get to enjoy where you feel like your conversations are the best conversations, but also you're on the same wavelength as other people too. Communication through text will be nice too on this. I mean, yes, it is going to hit some hard aspects, especially when it squares Neptune, but at least there will be loads of interesting conversation. It can get a bit gossipy, but at the same time with this energy too, this is one of those energies where you hear about some of the latest trends. It's a buzzworthy sort of energy. It's a newsworthy sort of energy. So, you know, you could be hearing about the latest things that are coming out or the latest gossip. We always hear about the latest gossip, but in this energy, it is hefty. There's just an overload of juicy details. There's an overload of the tea that comes out through this energy. And again, we'll be here for a while in this. So there's going to be loads of that coming out. And that can definitely veer on the shadow side. So when you get to the shadow side of this Gemini energy, yes, it can be gossipy. It could be salacious gossip. Dealing with the he said, she said stuff that comes up in this energy too. So, I mean, it's not all fun with this. I mean, there is stuff that comes with it. There's also the tendency to be a bit scattered at times. So you don't stick with one thing at a time. Like the cool thing is you're able to multitask very well in this energy, but at the same time, you tend to go from one thing to another, kind of like a hummingbird going from flower to flower. So sometimes you don't end up getting everything that you need out of maybe an educational program or just meeting people. It could be a little bit surface sometimes. It's not super deep at times. Sometimes it can be a little bit shallow. So that happens in this energy. And you know, you gotta deal with other things that come up shadow side with this, where you know, you deal with liars, you deal with people who have Jekyll Hyde personalities and that are kind of two-faced. So some of that comes up in this energy. And I mean, for the most part, we'll be here for a while. A lot of this stuff is going to come up as we get into that retrograde, um, especially some of the shadow stuff. So let's enjoy this energy for what it is and try to be as objective as possible. So for the rest of the week, we've got a lot of Venus stuff going on. We've got relationship stuff coming up. And that's where some of that relationship energy was coming up. That's where some of that triggery energy is coming up because, you know, there's some stuff going on with romantic relationships. I mean, it could be with platonic relationships as well, but romantic relationships are definitely going to take the forefront and it is going to be mixed baggy. It's not all uncomfortable. On the 5th, we have Venus making a semi-square with Chiron. That energy in itself is about working through self-worth issues. When this energy comes up, you can start feeling down about your love life. You can start feeling down about your self-esteem or how you appear to other people in terms of attraction and things like that, where you're feeling unworthy of love or you're not feeling as appealing on an attraction level, which is a bummer. That's a bummer energy. It's not a, it's not good to feel that way. And because of this, it has a tone where you're just feeling down and you can be extra sensitive because you're in your head about relationships and you're going over your past history of relationships. You're going over the disappointments in relationships. And a lot of the times when these things come up, they're coming up so you can start taking a look at it, even though it's uncomfortable and find ways and solutions to fix it. And I'm not saying you're going to find a fix that specific day because that's not possible, but it comes up to call to your attention these are the areas that you need to fix. It's time to build up your self-worth the best way you can. And also just picking the people that aren't right for you. It'll come up in that sort of way where you're reviewing a lot of that and you're looking at where you need to change in terms of the partners that you're picking. 
And with Neptune squaring Juno that day, that's really going to bring up a lot of truths in the committed relationships that you've been in. It's going to bring up a lot of truths in areas where you've had rose colored glasses on when it comes down to the people that you get into relationships with or people where, you know, you didn't want to be by yourself. So you settled and you're now you're in this relationship that's you're not happy and you're not satisfied. You're uncomfortable. It's a little toxic. And so this is going to bring those things up. And again, these things come up so that way you can find a solution which a solution could take you six months it can take you four months it's definitely not going to be something that's going to happen overnight but it calls to your attention the things that need to be addressed so that way you can have a healthy existence that next day venus is going to be making a trine with pluto so this is lighter for being a pluto venus aspect it's lighter in the sense where it's not as insane in terms of just the relationship stuff it can be intense and it is intense because we are dealing with pluto stuff but what this does is if you're in a place where you're looking for someone this can bring in faded relationships this can bring in soulmates and things like that and if you're in a romantic relationship it can up up the intensity within your love life with your partner so it can make for some intense intimacy in your relationship so this is a good aspect in that sense where you know it just ramps up the intensity in a good way not in a really uncomfortable way in my opinion with this this is one of those things where it also does bring in transformation through love and not transformation in a way that's uncomfortable i mean transformation is uncomfortable still regardless but it's not intense in a bad way it's not grueling or anything like that so it does bring those types of things up and also another good thing with this is it it puts you in a position where you start looking at how you can gain control over your finances sometimes with control it has a bad rap as being a terrible thing but there's positive control sometimes you need to gain control of your relationships in a healthy way and sometimes you need to gain control of your finances so this is one of those aspects where it puts you on the right track for those things for your love life and for your finances that next day on the 8th venus is making a square with jupiter venus and jupiter making squares together i shake my head sometimes because it's not hard it's not the hardest the hard parts are the indulgence and when it comes down to your spending when it comes down to just being overly overboard when it comes down to everything overly overboard when it comes down to everything sounds like a mouthful and it is and that i mean that in the sense of stimulants i mean that in the sense of food drink again spending habits and things like that because this is the type of transit that causes people to just be grandiose and over the top when it comes down to the things that they enjoy so it brings that side out with this venus and jupiter in a heart aspect too it just makes you feel overly optimistic and overly lucky it makes you feel like celebrating for you know maybe no reason and maybe for some reasons but most of the time it's one of those aspects where it's just like you just feel celebratory so this is where people tend to overdo it and that feeling lucky sort of thing could cause people to go on spending sprees because they feel rich and luxurious. It can cause people to gamble on things that maybe they normally wouldn't gamble on or put more money, you know, down on a gambling bet that they normally wouldn't do. Some people, you know, they'll spend maybe 20 to $50 at the casino or just doing that sort of thing. This could make you have, this could cause you to spend 300. So it's one of those things where, yeah, things get over the top in this energy for sure so something to be aware of when this comes around other than that it's a fun energy it's a social energy 
It's great for throwing a party. It's great for just picking up with friends that you haven't spoken to in a while and just enjoying yourselves and getting together and just being nuts, which is always fun. So use this to let your hair down. Just be aware of just being overboard. So if you couldn't get enough Gemini energy, Venus is going into Gemini and Venus will be here in Gemini until June 1st. Venus will not be here for several months like she was in 2020. So it won't be a Venus in Gemini retrograde situation like we had last year. Although Venus will be going into retrograde at the end of the year, but that's in Capricorn and we are far from that time frame. So Venus going into Gemini is going to be interesting this time around. And it's going to be interesting this time around because there can be some themes that came up last year from the retrograde with Venus coming back to the same spot. So don't at all be surprised if certain things get drudged up in this energy from last year, but also there could be some resolutions to certain things because there's more clarity. So this could be a clearing out of what was going on and just any residue that was left over from that Venus retrograde last year. But in terms of relationships and finances, this is going to be another one of those fun energies. Venus in Gemini is a good time. Venus in Gemini just brings out this playful tone when it comes down to your relationships. And of course, mostly romantic, definitely some platonic relationships in this too. It just brings in this social tone that's very needed. And there's a friendly tone to the air. This is a very friendly Venus. And so you deal with people who are more optimistic and more accommodating than normal. And it just makes for easy conversation. You deal with people who are miserable, which is always nice. Venus in Gemini, again, it puts a nicer tone to the air. And this is what we need at this point. We could use a little bit of cheerfulness. And this is the kind of Venus that does that. I have Venus in Gemini. So sometimes I can come off really cheerful and stuff. And it's funny because a lot of times people aren't expecting that they're not expecting that sort of enthusiasm so at least this will sweeten things and at least put a witty sense of humor in the air because that's going to also come up a lot of the times within this energy i would say use this lovely gemini energy to socialize a lot of people are still social distancing so i know that's difficult so get creative with this we're in gemini energy and gemini does rule the internet mercury energy does rule the internet so get on facetime and zoom and i always talk about doing paint and sips on zoom this is a very creative energy so that would be lovely to do also you could do card games with your friends online and just or just having conversations over wine or if you don't drink just conversations overall but if you're able to and you're comfortable with it definitely go out on dates definitely go out and do something fun because this is the type of energy where it's just good for letting your hair down it does have the shadow side and that in itself will bring up flakiness in relationships, flakiness in romantic relationships, not necessarily being the most faithful in relationships. And this is where it gets its bad rap because a lot of the times with this energy, it pretty scattered energy. So it can have crushes on multiple people. You could be dealing with someone who doesn't know how to stick to one person. You could be dealing with situations where, you know, you're dealing with a ghost or you're dealing with someone that you thought you connected with and it was a very superficial thing for them. And so they just disappeared. So it brings that kind of stuff out and it's uncomfortable, of course. So hopefully you guys are experiencing the more fun side of this and attracting intellectual types and just enjoying the witty sense of humor and being able to see both sides in relationships and the fairness that comes generally comes with this energy so anyway i hope you all have the best week ever later guys